1: Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Today is Monday. It's a beautiful new day, new weekend, New York City. Hey,
0: Claude, how you doing? Hey, Jax. I am starting this week on a great foot. I feel like my mental health is in. Who gonna check me, boo? I'm feeling so much lighter, so much brighter. I got so much sleep over the weekend, and I just like really relaxed. I did so many puzzles. I woke up extra early this morning, like did my laundry. I'm feeling like this might be like one of the most productive weeks um, in quarantine yet because I actually have like a lot of stuff, a lot of the secret projects that I've been telling people about. Um, one of them is coming to light this week and I haven't really been that secret about it because like we literally quote my comedy special. But this week you will get a release date, you will get pre-order options, you will get the cover art, the name, the trailer. I'm So excited. Like, this is the culmination of my life. And then another project that I'm working on, I have a big deadline coming up. So, this next like two, three weeks, like, I am busy and I'm just planning on being the best version of myself. We'll see if my mental health stays this like fire. But if it does, like, there's no stopping me, Jackie. Like, I'm going to take over the world when quarantine is over, but we'll see.
1: Wow. That is so exciting. I too am having already a very productive morning because I just dropped my new preset pack i haven't dropped a piece preset, preset pack since i think like november Um, and this preset pack, it's called the pastel pack, because if you've been seeing my feed, it's just been a lot more like light and cotton candy, like, and this preset pack I've been working on like since December. And you can tell because some of the photos that are the, um, cover photos for the pack are from December. So like, I only ever want to sell presets that I actually use. And it takes me a while to figure out which ones that I've made are my favorites. And this pack, it's just like, it's a whole new vibe. I'm so excited. Also, I'm coming up on my Jackie O'Flo one year anniversary and like, we we've come so far in a year, like where the first packs that I sold, which were super saturated and like so fun. And I think we were just like kind of bucking everyone in their orange photos on Instagram. And now this new pack, it's so fucking Pliny. And you know, I wanted to call it the Pliny pack, but I do think there are people who buy my presets who don't know who I am. And if I called it the Pliny pack, they would just be like, what is this? So I had to call it the pastel pack. Um, if you're like posting photos from home and you just like need to punch them up a little bit, like this is the pack I really had the cue in mind when I fine-tuned this pack. There's seven presets in the pack for $30 total. Each preset is really transformative. There's one preset in there, though, that is like the hallmark of this collection. And it's called- Can I guess? Yeah.
0: Oh, I was gonna say
1: home. No, it's called cotton candy, but that's the name I came up for it. In my phone, it's saved as new studio, and that's because it's the preset that I made for the photos that we post from our studio. And I use it on ev- now. I use it on every single photo, not even the ones from the studio. But like the studio just inspired this new vibe. So like that is really my number one preset right now, and I think it works for everything.
0: I actually got um, a free pack and they're fabulous. I'm like going to have a photo shoot in my underwear later. Um, Stay tuned.
1: Yeah. Like if you just want to snap a mirror pic, something at home, like low key, these presets will just like fine tune that and it's a whole new vibe. So I'm so excited and they still work with the old presets. Like it's still in the Jackie O flow family, but we made a left turn a little bit and it's, it's exciting.
0: Love making left turns.
1: Also, yesterday, my allergies just decided to come out in full force. I thought that I would escape allergy season because we're in the queue and I'm not really leaving the house, but I ran some errands yesterday. And when I got home, like I got into bed last night, I could not stop sneezing. I had to take two Benadryl. So I was out like a light, like a light. Um, So I slept about a good 11 hours um, on the B and I'm feeling... Gro- like weird. You know that post- Benadryl
0: is a hell of a drug.
1: It's a hell of a drug. It was really nice just to fall asleep immediately. Like turned off ugly Betty,
0: hit the hay. There's nothing better than falling asleep immediately. And we've spoken on this show many times about how truly um, traumatizing it is to have to like lay awake at night and just like think. And your husband's asleep and he's snoring. Oh my God, Ben has been talking in his sleep. So much, and he's always talking about work. And you know, it kind of makes me feel good because I'm like, if Ben was ever having an affair, um, like I would know because he would probably confess in his sleep. Hundred percent. But he's like, we got to pitch to Burger King, and I'm like, excuse me, are you talking to me? And it takes me a minute to realize that he's um, sleep talking. It's really scary to like wake up to a voice in the middle of the night.
1: That is really scary.
0: Yeah, like wow. yelling at you.
1: Spooky stuff. Speaking of Burger King, I'm so hungry, but I am back on my grind. Like now that we're going into week nine of quarantine, I've decided that it's the time to get Snatchlard and I'm back to intermittent fasting and I'm just like trying to be the girl that I used to be, you know?
0: Speaking of Burger King, I think I'm going to order McDonald's today.
1: I think that you should.
0: Yeah, it's, I honestly have only ordered McDonald's once in the quarantine and it was a great day. It's kind of inappropriate, like that it's been so infrequent.
1: Yeah. That is very inappropriate. I have to support my local
0: McDonald's.
1: You really do. I like one day in the queue, I went to a McDonald's and picked up a fries and a soda because I just felt like that's what my soul needed. Mm -hmm. And it very much so was what my soul needed.
0: I went into a McDonald's when I was walking Theo, you know, Theo just kind of like led me there. And I swore to myself, I was only going to get a soda. And I walk in and the soda machines are down.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. When we went, they weren't doing fountain soda. They were giving out bottles, but you know how I, you know how I feel about bottled soda. Like that's my favorite kind of soda is the one in, in the tall, thin bottle.
0: Awful. Like I thrive for a fountain soda. And the fact that I walked all the way over there and there wasn't even um, like machines open was really upsetting. Oh, wait, can I tell you on my afternoon walk yesterday, I had the most active walk like that I've ever had.
1: Well, I heard a little bit about it on your Instagram stories, but well, you know, I, for people I, who might be taking a break from Instagram,
0: why don't you share with us? Oh, that's about to be me. Um, I only to walked, me. Be. Like, I only walked like around the block and first I ran into my friend David Cohen and his whole family. They were like on a walk for Mother's Day and it was just like so nice to see people and his mom is so nice and I was just like wanting to hug them. I like we're not even that close. I just like was like craving love, you know, You were
1: craving a hug. It's been a while.
0: Yeah. And we like, you know, elbow bumped, which is like not what I needed. And then I was walking into my building and I ran into this toaster and her husband and she was so nice. She was like, the toast is everything. And it was just like everything I needed to hear. And I was like, I haven't seen a toaster in the wild. I used to see a toaster in the wild minimum once a day. Yeah. And I haven't seen one in like almost three months. So it was just so good. Like she was so sweet. Couldn't really see her face because she was wearing a mask, but I felt like she was beautiful.
1: Oh my God. She's a beautiful soul. If she was a toaster in the wild. Totally. totally. Wow. That's,
0: that's really, really lovely. I couldn't believe it. She was talking to me and I was like, is this woman going to yell at me that I'm not wearing my mask properly? Cause that's all that people do in the street now in, of New York. It's like they criticize one another. So at first I was like, you know what? I'm not taking my AirPods out because this woman's going to yell at me for something, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Claudia. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'm a toaster. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> Thank God. So it ended up being a really pleasant social interaction.
1: Wow, I'm so so happy for you. This was a nice weekend, very relaxing for me. I feel like I'm not even equipped to host this show today because I am so unplugged from like what's going on in the world because I'm only watching Ugly Betty and sleeping um, and eating, you know. Yeah. So uh, in the world of Ugly Betty, like things are really heating up. Like Daniel Mead was extorted. It was so crazy. Rebecca Romaine Stamos is in the building. Oh my god! I
0: just called her Rebecca Romaine Stamos. <gasps> How dare you? That's so disrespectful oh to Jerry O'Connell, who was a guest on this show. I know. Wow. Wow. Wait, um, I think part of the reason that you feel like out of touch with the world, and I feel the same, is because we don't have our Facebook group.
1: Oh, maybe. Oh, my God. But maybe that's why your mental health feels fire,
0: though. Oh, my God. You're right. It's the one-week anniversary without the Facebook group, and I feel lighter than ever.
1: Lighter than ever. It's, directly, it's all directly correlated. So true. Wow. That's really crazy. Well, um, also I think it's that this weekend, like not that much happened in the world of celebrities, but stuff happens. So we're going to get into it and I feel like it could be time. Yeah. Okay. You guys, without further ado, ET's time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast.
0: And that's true Jackie but as the weather heats up and the days get longer Article is here to make your dream patio a reality with weather resistant dining sets loungers and sofas Article's selection of outdoor furniture makes it easy to create your patio oasis in time for the summer season If you have a patio and it's not the happiest place on earth like you don't deserve your patio like if I had a patio I would go to Article and I would get like dining living like I would get everything umbrellas couches like Everything I would make that outdoor space, not only during quarantine, but outside of quarantine, I would make it the happiest place on earth. So if you are in need of outdoor furniture, get to article because they combine the curation of boutique furniture stores with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Their team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. They are dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs. They have fair prices where you could save up to 30% over traditional retail prices, article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman, selling directly to you. There's no showrooms, no salespeople, and no retail markups. They have fast, affordable shipping available across the USA and Canada, and it's free on orders of over $999. All the in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. I can attest to the fabulous prompt shipping because I have a couple of pieces from my uh, bedroom that are from Article, and I ordered them and expected to like never see them because that's how furniture works. And less than two weeks later, some guy was like, hey, I'm outside. I'm like, Hello? come on in. It was fabulous. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash toast, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash toast to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Thank you, Article, for being a fabulous and consistent sponsor of this show.
1: Love it. Oh my gosh. When you talk about Article outdoor furniture, I think of Lauren Elizabeth's um, outdoor situation, and I am just- green with envy so if you a have a patio article. if you have a patio make it the happiest place on earth and get some yeah. beautiful outdoor furniture from article okay first story is sad because jerry stiller the seinfeld actor and comedian has died at the age of 92 jerry stiller the beloved comedy legend who starred in seinfeld and the king of queens has died his son ben stiller announced on monday Uh, Ben Stiller tweeted early this morning, quote, I'm sad to say that my father, Jerry Stiller, passed away from natural causes. He was a great dad and grandfather and the most dedicated husband to Anne for about 62 years. He'll be greatly missed. Love you, dad. We're about to get a sneeze, Chess?
0: I'm not sure. Sorry. Um, So yes, this is a very sad story, but I just have to say, like, I think that- I mean, my husband is probably like Jerry Stiller's number one fan. And when I told him that he died this morning, I accidentally said Jerry Seinfeld because oh Jerry Stiller was in Seinfeld and it was like a yeah. confusion at the dinner table. Um, and now he has time to process and he's like devastated because Ben has a very specific type of humor and it's like that old Jewish man humor. And that's literally Jerry Stiller. Heavyweights, Seinfeld, Zoolander, like everything Ben loves Jerry Stiller just, like, happens to be in it. So this is a very sad day for a lot of people. But you know what? Like, I don't think there's a better way to go out than at 92 after a very successful career, a great family, a great marriage. Everyone loves you. You know controversies. Uh, you know what? I think that we should be celebrating his life. Yeah, I think that we are. And to me, he's so
1: familiar looking, but I know it's not from Seinfeld or something like that or King of Queens. Um, so I weights. just looked at his, his IMDb, no. He is in Hairspray. He's Mr. Pinky. Of course. Oh, my God. Iconic. Yeah, That's how I know him. That's his, that's, his, um, that's his big role for
0: me. I mean, he was literally like the hardest working man in Hollywood well into his 80s. I feel like if things had worked out differently, him and Joan Rivers might have been a cute couple, like Jewish, old, and very hardworking.
1: Yeah, but a lot of things would have had to have worked out differently.
0: Well, no, I believe his wife passed away like a few years ago, so they could have just been there for each other, you know?
1: They could have. Hmm. Anyway, very it's sad. a sweet story, a sweet man, sweet family, very funny family. Yeah. And I hope I Ben is doing okay.
0: He like fell off the face of the earth. Like what was the last movie he did? He did that weird one with Kristen Wiig.
1: Yeah, but I think he he like does well for himself. I- I don't think he's too, like, concerned. I feel like he enjoyed his life. He made so many movies at one point, and now I think he's just...
0: Coasting. Coasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like ideal. He was so famous. He was like at the height with like Katherine Heigl. Like they were just playing every movie in their like respective roles. Like she was rom-com girl and he was like funny man, Ben. And there really are so many iconic movies that Ben Stiller did. Heavyweights is literally just one of my favorite movies. If you've never seen it, it's like, it's an iconic movie, but it's not like the most popular movie in the world. So if you've never seen it, it's very good. It's, it's excellent. Ben and Jerry Stiller are in it.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to feel like movies that people loved when they were younger and then someone watches them when they're older for the first time. It just doesn't hit. Like, first of all, watching in 2020 a movie that was made in the 90s on your HD television, plasma, LED, like, it's not, it's not so premium. And then, like, you have to have loved it as a child in order for you to have affection for it as an adult is what I'm starting to learn. Like, and that really was taught to me by Toast Movie of the Day
0: well that's true but I don't think that's the case for every movie I think heavyweights really holds its own in 2020 I mean first of all it's for, so yes but
1: it holds its own for someone who has already loved it like if some I'm, I'm I curious to see if, I disagree if some, well you wouldn't know you're not in the position I of, challenge someone yes, who's never that's seen what I'm curious it. yeah someone who's never seen it watch it let us know what you think
0: It's so good. I mean, that movie could never be made now. It's just, like, so not PC. Lunch has been canceled due to lack of hustle. Like, it could, but it's so perfect, like, in the moment. And as someone, actually, maybe that's true, because Jackie and I had the experience of spending many summers at a fat camp, and the movie Heavyweights is about a fat camp. So maybe that's why, oh, and the first time I saw it was at fat camp. So maybe that's why I have such, like, but Ben never went to a fat camp, and he, like, dies for that movie.
1: Yeah, but he saw it super young and he would die for that movie. But I feel like a a toaster, age 30, who's never seen the movie before and never went to a fat camp would put it on and be like, this isn't for me. Like, that's kind of how I feel about The Sandlot. I know a lot of people love it. um, But for me, I'm just like, what? These kids need a bath.
0: Yeah, no, it's like there's sand everywhere. <laughs> no, there's a lot of sand. Ben loves the Sandlot. I saw, I saw it once, like, I think in camp, like, on a bus, like, going on some trip, and I just didn't understand the whole thing.
1: I just do not fuck with the Sandlot. Like, there are just some movies like that, that I know aren't for me. Like, the Sandlot, not for me. Burpees, not for me.
0: You know a movie I feel like is not for you by any stretch of the imagination?
1: Angels in the Outfield?
0: Uh, yes, but that's not what I was thinking. Holes.
1: <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Like, it's definitely aesthetically not my thing, but it's a great film. It's a great story based on a very good book. Therefore, I can appreciate the greatness. And so even okay. though they too could use a shower, um, I, I like that movie because it's actually a good movie,
0: objectively. And Sigourney Weaver's in it.
1: Yeah, and then they like get the sploosh and everyone like makes a lot of money. And I love a happy ending like that. Where, like, yeah. kids get a water slide at the end of the day. The best. Yeah. So that's out on that.
0: Rest in peace, Jerry Stiller.
1: Okay, this next story is, like, s- the big story of the weekend. Um, there's so many different parts to it, but it is about the beefy vibe between Allison Roman and Chrissy Teigen.
0: Crazy.
1: Okay, so Allison Roman um, is a – uh, in the food community i'm not in the food community so i was unfamiliar with her work but but she, if you um, are in the
0: food community she's very well respected
1: right um so She had some choice words about Chrissy Teigen's trajectory in the food world. She said uh, to the new consumer, she said, quote, what Chrissy Teigen has done is so crazy to me. She had a successful cookbook and then it was like, boom, line at Target. Boom. Now she has an Instagram page that has over a million followers where it's just like people running a content farm for her. That horrifies me and it's not something that I ever want to do. I don't aspire to that. She did note, however, that Chrissy, its approach is probably earning her tons of income. She she also said, but like, who's laughing now? Because she's making a fuck ton of money. The food columnist also took a swing at organizing consultant Marie Kondo for being a hypocrite. She said, quote, the idea that when Marie Kondo decided to capitalize on her fame and make stuff that you can buy, that is completely antithetical to everything she's ever taught you. I'm like, damn bitch, you fucking just sold out immediately. Someone's like, you should make stuff. And she's like, okay, slap my name on it. I don't give a shit. So her comments drew some backlash online, but she didn't back down. Um, she said, when women bully other women for being honest about money and how much they do or do not make, well, that's a moray. Just wishing I had someone to hold my hand during baby's first interla- internet backlash, she tweeted on Friday. So Chrissy Teigen saw in Roman's remarks, took to her Twitter about how disappointed she was because she's been a fan of her for so long. Um, let me pull up Chrissy's tweets.
0: Yeah, the whole of Chrissy's tweets were just like, what you said about like my product line and my content farm, it's exact opposite. It's me and one other person. She's like, I work tirelessly on this product line. She was really like, not that I thought she was playing the victim at all, but she was really like making me feel bad for her. Yeah, she
1: said, this is a huge bummer and hit me hard. I have made her recipes for years now, bought the cookbooks, supported her on social, and praised her in interviews. I even signed on to executive produce the very show she talks about doing in this article. I started cravings because I wanted something for myself. I wanted something John didn't buy. I wanted something to do that calmed me, made me happy, and made others happy too. Cravings isn't a machine or a farmed content. It's me and two other women. She said, I genuinely loved everything about Allison, was jealous she got to have a book with food on the cover instead of a face. I've made countless New York Times recipes she's created, posting along the way. She wrote of, oh, so I guess Allison Roman is a New York Times food columnist.
0: Got it. I mean, to me, this is like the definition of like losery crime. But if I have to get into it, it's like, I just don't understand. It's not like the point that Allison made in this article was so brilliant that she needed to like stand down and like stand her ground. Like, what are you doing? Like, why do you care so much about other people? It sounds like you're jealous you don't have a product line. And I don't know. I just thought this was really losery. And then like her responses were even more losery because she had stood her ground firmly until Chrissy Teigen responded. Then Chrissy... Responded and Allison wrote a bunch of tweets that were so lame, like just apologizing and like groveling immediately. And then people were tweeting at Chrissy. It's like she's groveling, but I just want you to know, like in the interview, she literally mouthed, I hate her about Chrissy Teigen. So Chrissy responded to that person being like, Good to know. She never responded to Allison. It's like, to me, this is the worst way to handle a controversy. Like either stand your ground or don't. Or she's just like, she's, yeah. I don't know anything about her, but like now I think she's a weenie.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. I think Chrissy te- even handled this in the best possible way to handle a controversy, even though she was like not in the wrong whatsoever. So she could only like go up from here. But I feel like she really used this as a great opportunity to show people why she's so passionate about what they do. Uh, and now I like wanna go to Craving's Instagram page and like buy some of her shit at Target. And support her. And when it comes to Allison Roman, like she's entitled to her opinion and I'm not in this world. So I don't have an opinion on what she said. But like, if you're gonna be a bitch, Go bitch all the way, like go, like don't be a bitch, and then like, uh, 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 like just stick by what you said if that's what you had said.
0: Right, like I think it was, and that's clearly how
1: you feel about product lines, which seems like a fair thing to feel if you are in this industry. So stand by it, but like to like backpedal, and and it was just like got really sad, and then Chrissy and like just totally, totally won. (laughs)
0: I thought it was weird of her to, like, use this interview as, like, a platform to take down other women in the industry. Like, if that's your thing, okay, fine. Um, But then just to backpedal so hard, like, makes me lose all respect for you. Like, if I don't agree with what you're saying, but, like, you are standing firm in your opinions. Like, you know what? I respect someone who has an opinion and, like, stands their ground. But just to, like, waver all over the place, especially when you started this, like, it's just losery. i I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, this was her apology. She said, hi, at Chrissy Teigen. I sent an email, but also wanted to say here that I'm genuinely sorry I caused you pain with what I said. I shouldn't have used you your business or Marie's as an example to show what I wanted for my own career. It was flippant, careless, and I'm sorry. So lame. Like, I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm happy for Chrissy Teigen because she really came out on top. And I think people will be buying her cookbook and stuff. People
0: are obsessed. Things. She has like a crazy like fan base when it comes to food and like you can't get her products. They sell out at Target. And she's doing well. And I understood what she meant. She was like, I just wanted something that was like mine. Everyone thinks I'm like John's wife. Like I totally get that. And I like respected the backstory of cravings because I never really understood how she went from like model to chef. And like now I get it.
1: Yeah, speaking of product lines, um, something happened to me when I was at this store on an Essentials Run recently because I was looking at some of the products, you know, how they sell like um, knives and, you know, kitchen tools at the supermarket. So I saw that there was an onion chopper and I was actually like, oh, interested because I always cry when I chop my onions now. And then I saw it was from Alex McCord's product line. <laughs> Alex McCord, as in Real House of New York. <laughs> And I almost bought it, but I didn't, but I might now. She's a psychologist who lives in Australia now. She has an onion chopping product line. And I saw it at my local grocery store, which doesn't even have like a wide array of selections. So like she got shelf space and it's premium shelf space, even though it's really high up and I can't reach it. I don't know what they expect you to do.
0: Actually, I just went to your grocery store and I was looking for um, a can opener and it was all, it was above the freezer, right? Like in a line. Well, what they
1: do is like, they have all the aisles of groceries and I guess this makes sense in New York city. And then above everything, all the shelves, there runs a row of things that are pretty much like kitchen appliances on every aisle. They have this really high top row of different kitchen appliances that you would never know about unless you're like searching for an onion chopper. Um, I actually bought a paring knife from up there the other day and I was... Jumping, God forbid, someone fucking helps.
0: I don't know why you didn't get the onion chopper sounds. I used to have a, like a little chop chopper that I would use for garlic and onions, and it was so fabulous. I don't know where it went.
1: Was it okay? You know what? Maybe when I go back, I'll get it. Like to support, you know, support Alex. one of our own. Yeah. Um, the McCord family, and, and I, I will expect a full review. Yeah, I'll report back. Maybe I can expense it if it's like a business inquiry. You know, I'll allow it. Okay, cool. Um, anyways, I just remembered that, and in general, I'm just like so here for product lines, you know? Of course. Like I love a celebrity product line. I don't know why this woman would choose not to have a product line. I mean, it seems silly. Yeah. If someone comes to you like with a product line, find the product that you always wanted out there and make it. Fabulous. I get
0: that there are definitely situations where people just slap their names on like a shitty bowl and sell it at Target. I get that. But like For her to just assume that, like, every woman does that, like, I am sure Chrissy Teigen makes sure her knives are fucking stellar. I am sure Marie Kondo makes sure her loose-eye boxes are the most efficient and storage-holding fuckers out there. You know what I mean? Like, for her just to assume that everyone's as shitty of a business owner as she is, like, that's just not cool. Yeah. I will
1: say, though, the point that she made about Marie Kondo, like, she makes you get rid of all your stuff, and now she's making you buy stuff. Um, I see where she's coming
0: from. Yeah, I did see the whole antithetical vibe.
1: Yes, I totally agree. So anyways, that's the major drama that happened this weekend. Once again, Chrissy Teigen came out on top. Um, and that's what you missed on Glee. Okay, ready for our next story? No. Okay. Do you,
0: Do you want, want to ask come? me why?
1: Sure, if you want to open up and share.
0: Yeah, I just have something to say. Today's episode is brought to you by Crossrope. These days, we're all looking for ways to stay fit while we're spending more time at home. Cardio machines aren't exactly motivating, and the cost of home gym equipment can add up fast. We've found a cool different way to get a great workout for a fraction of the cost. It's called Crossrope, the sleek weighted jump rope system that makes working out at home fun. Thanks to Crossrope, the most efficient cardio workout just got even better. Weighted ropes combine high-intensity cardio with full-body strength training. Get your heart rate up. While working your core, back, shoulders, arms, glutes, and more, it's no fluff, just a fun, effective workout that anyone can do. Crossrope is reinventing the home workout experience. Their ropes give better feedback, which makes it easier for beginners to get started and learn. They have durable steel ropes, ergonomic handles, and patented fast clip system for swapping rope weights fast. You can get free anytime access to quick workouts and fun challenges with the Crossrope app. Now you can pursue your fitness goals wherever you are, even at home. It's easy to get started with the Crossrope. Just order your ropes, download the app, and enjoy the results. Choose between their get lean or get strong sets depending on your fitness goals. Or get their best value for both sets with the Get Fit Bundle. Track your workouts and see a map of your progress on the free Crossrope app. Crossrope is so sure you'll love the whole experience. They even offer a 60-day risk-free guarantee. I love an app. I love something that's small and compact. Like, I live in New York. I don't even have space for, like, um, myself, let alone, like, a home gym. So just being able to, like, throw something in my ottoman. My ottoman opens up. I don't know if you can see. Um, And just, like, hiding it when a company comes over. Like, that's the best part of this product for me. And I think that everyone should look into it. I think it's a really fabulous brand. So if you're ready for a new cardio and a full body home workout, visit crossrope.com slash toast. That's C-R-O-S-S-R-O-P-E.com slash toast. Get up to $40 off crossrope sets plus free shipping. When you check out today at crossrope.com slash toast, that's C-R-O-S-S-R-O-P-E.com slash toast. Thank you crossrope for sponsoring this episode.
1: Okay, i am been so excited for this ad because I got my cross ropes a few weeks ago and I've been implementing them when I do my at-home virtual training sessions. And they're like, obviously just jump ropes they are so small, but like now I'm really building up my home gym because I have these like weighted jump ropes. And if you haven't jump roped in a while, like it is a fucking hard workout. And this is just like the perfect at-home accessory to have if you wanna be working out at home because it's so tiny, like you don't have to make so much space for it. And it's very effective workout. So I I highly recommend. Okay, next story. So sorry to have interrupted you. That was very rude. Diplo confirms he welcomed a baby with model Javon King. Diplo has confirmed that he is a father of three. The 41-year-old DJ posted a Mother's Day tribute to, quote, the three strongest mothers in the world and included a picture of the model Javon King holding their newborn. He also posted a photo of his ex, Catherine Lockhart, with their two sons, as well as an old Snapchat of his own mother. Quote he said um in a series of images, I'm still a work in progress, but you have given three perfect beautiful you have given three perfect beautiful boys. I love you all till the moon and back. Wow.
0: Yeah, I think the most like underrated fact about Diplo up until now was that he had two kids. Um they're like really handsome. Um, and now I guess he has a third. He's so like thirsty in a way, like on social media, but he also is very private about his private life.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the best way to be, you know, because he's he gives us so much of him, but then he keeps some stuff for himself um, and he shares when he's ready to. And I think that this is so beautiful. I'm so happy for mommy and daddy and baby.
0: Yeah, but there's like a subgroup of people who are – Absolutely head over heels, obsessed in love with Diplo. And I just feel like this really broke them today. Like I wanna, you know, speak directly to those people. Our friend Nicole Brookman is just absolutely thinks that she is gonna marry Diplo one day. And there's so many people that feel that way in the rave community. So I just want you guys to know, we see you, we are here for you. And I'm sorry that this woman is not you. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think I need to send a wellness check text message to her today and just like make sure everything's okay and how she took the news. No, I'm sure that she's not, but. We just have to be there for her. You know, she'll get through
0: this. Yeah, and we're here for all the other Diplo-sters who really are feeling down today because I'm not one of them. Like, obviously, I love Diplo, but some people, like, actually, like, want to, like, eat his butt. Like, they love him so much. No, I actually,
1: I'm not one of those people, but I completely understand those people. Like, I I see what you see, and I feel what you feel, and I get it, and we're here for you. Um,
0: But in the meantime, we're also going to be happy for Diplo. I'm sorry. Yes, of course, because, you know, he's like such an, I I mean, I've only met him once, but he was so nice. And like, I just feel like everyone around town, like people just love and respect him. Yeah,
1: he is so well respected. I was going through my camera roll and I saw that I had screenshotted a post of his. He's coming out with an album at the end of May, an all country album called Snake Oil. And I would have forgotten that, but I was just looking at small pics, probably going through pictures for my presets. Um, And so that's just an exciting factoid that I find exciting.
0: Very exciting. Happy for Diplo. Happy Mother's Day to Diplo and his new girlfriend or whatever, but...
1: Yeah, he didn't say anything about them being together, but who knows? Okay, this next story um, I have chosen because it's exciting and because I'm just an ugly Betty Stan these days. America Ferreira and husband Ryan Pierce Williams welcome a second child.
0: Jackie, you do not need to explain yourself for ever choosing an America Ferreira story. Like, She's iconic in so many ways, and so you don't need to explain yourself.
1: I know. I'm just wondering if I would have chosen this story if I wasn't in the middle of an ugly Betty Pinge. Like, I might have not had the appreciation at the forefront of my mind for America Ferreira, and that would have been a crime.
0: I mean, everyone, America fell in love with America Ferreira when she, like, snatched our hearts in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but, like, we were so onto her before that. Like, I really feel like- Gotta kick it up. Yes, she was, si se puede. Like, she was a real role model for me, like, in a lot of ways. You no, know, she really was. And the more I watch Ugly Betty, like, the more that
1: Betty Suarez is just the most precious gem of a human being and the most precious protagonist. Like, she's so, she's the moral compass of New York City in this show. And, like, and I just of I, publications. Oh, big time. And I love her so much. I love the show. I just have such an appreciation for her. And she's so cute and sweet. And, like, when, She'll be in a bad mood, but like Hilda gives her a lollipop and like you know she's about to smile. Like it's so cute. I'm obsessed with her.
0: The scenes at their house in Queens are like so precious. Like, I feel like if anyone watches that, they'd like immediately like start missing their family and like their the house they grew up in. It's so precious. And the dad is so cute.
1: No, and like everyone from like Mead and from Mode convenes at the Suarez house. Like when Claire Mead has to go to their house, um, Because she's gonna turn herself into the police, like it's just, it's it's amazing. Like I'm I'm truly obsessed. When Mark is at her house, Amanda, like oh my god, and then Betty's dad makes Amanda flan because like she stress eats and like she's just obsessed with the flan. I just I can't. You guys, if you've never watched Ugly Betty, now's your time.
0: The character who plays Betty's dad is like the go to villain on ABC. Like he played Ignacio. Yeah, he played uh, Alejandro in. Uh, Desperate Housewives. He's always playing a villain, and so he's such a dynamic actor because he is now like this, the heart and soul of Queens. Like he's just so cute and so everything, and he's really just he could do both, you know.
1: Yeah, no, but he's really actually in the show. He he's like obviously like the lovable. He's not a bad guy at all, but like he's not very responsible. You know, he's always just trying to like put off like important things and his like girls- his health. Like, his health, yes, and the girls have to, like, take care of him, and it's like, just take your heart pills, you know? We're not asking a lot. No, we're not asking a lot. Okay, back to America Ferrera. She had plenty to celebrate this Mother's Day. On Sunday, the actress announced the arrival of her second child with husband Ryan Pierce Williams' daughter, Lucia Marisol. Lucia Marisol Williams arrived on May 4th to give me my Mother's Day hugs and kisses herself, she wrote on Instagram. Mama, dada, and big brother are over the moon to welcome her bright light to our family.
0: That is so cute. So happy for Betty. So happy Justin's gonna have a cousin. This is just fabulous. Oh my god! So now my two
1: favorite characters. I'm I'm almost at the end of season one. Are Justin Suarez and Claire Mead? And when the two of them happen to be in the same scene, it's movie magic. 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 Um, this has been really enjoyable watching Ugly Betty. Like I've now I'm one of those people who's just like watches TV all day during the queue. Actually, well, that was my me. Life. Oh, over the weekend. I wonder, I don't think I'll do it during the weekdays, not until like
0: five o'clock. That's when I start. That's what I try and do too. I try and stay off the TV until like almost dinner time.
1: Yeah. And dinner time's just getting earlier and earlier.
0: Yeah. It's as close as I could get. I'm like eating at five 30 now. And then also a second dinner at 10.
1: Yeah. I've been doing, um, I've, since I'm actually really trying to like get in shape now. I've been um, using an app to keep a log of what I'm eating so they can tell me like what I'm eating wrong and whatnot. Um, And just like trying to say, if I eat at four o'clock a meal, I don't know, is that lunch or dinner or breakfast? Like I I can't categorize them anymore. Everything's just a
0: snack. Yeah. I I feel the pressure to categorize and label all my meals is just, it's an attack on humanity and that's why I don't do it.
1: And you know what? Meals are actually a social construct. So I just- I'm not going to be participating anymore.
0: I completely agree. such a social construct. I love referring to things as social constructs.
1: No, because when you think about it, like someone just constructed this for society, but it's not real.
0: Yeah, no, meals are the definition of social construct. Like what and who decides like what a meal versus snack is. Yeah, and that there needs to be three each day. Why not five? Oh my god, my Mac will sleep soon unless plugged into a power outlet. Can you pause like can you talk to everyone? No. Promote your promote your Jackie Oflo. I'm just wanting to get my charger.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, because this next story is brought to you by Jackie Oflo. My presets that are just gonna change your Instagram feed and make them so fun and vibrant and like everything of the sort. So if you are interested in getting those things on your Instagram flow or just like brightening up pictures, if you know you had like a cloudy day and the pictures weren't great, like a Jackie Flow preset will change that right up. My new pastel pack is out now. Head to JackieOFlow.com to get it on and pop in. Um, they're really easy to download, but if you've never used presets before and they can be I'm really- back daunting. Sorry, I'm just in the middle of an ad from one of our sponsors. Um, I have a tutorial on my YouTube page of how to download them. It makes it really easy and sort of explains what presets do and why you should even use them in the first place. So we have nothing but time in the cube. Get familiar with presets. Head to JackieOdeFlow.com.
0: Okay, I got my charger. Sorry, that was such a crazy rush.
1: Wow. Okay, are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yes, ma'am. Julianne Huff surprises her mom, Marianne, with a house for Mother's Day. It's, quote, her time to receive. Okay, I love, sto- oh. I know you're iffy on Julianne Huff, but I love stories about celebs buying their parents' houses.
0: I mean, I was literally about to, like, roll my eyes to the back of my head if it was another Brooke Leach story and, like, their crumbling marriage, which is, like, all definitely some sort of PR vibe. Um, so I'm glad it's not, and I agree, like, in the One Direction documentary, uh-huh. I really didn't like Zane, but when he bought his mom a house and like the way she just cried, like I will always have respect for Zane because of that. I completely
1: agree. In honor of all the love and support her mother Marianne has given her and her siblings over the years, Julianne Huff decided to surprise her with the ultimate gift, a new home. Quote, this is yours, mom, the actress and dancer says in a sweet video documenting the surprise while giving her mother a big hug. Thank you, Marianne replies, as the pair continue to wrap their arms around each other in happiness. Um, I saw this on Julianne Huff's Instagram, and the house is literally the cutest, most perfect, like, picturesque-looking house I've ever seen, and I'm so jealous. That's
0: so sweet. That is, like, everything. I feel like to be able to pay your parents back, like, I remember this is such a weird – reference but when snooki did an interview after jersey shore and someone was like what's been the best thing that happened to you she's like it's the financial security like being able to pay my parents back all the money like they spent on me like it's the best feeling in the world and i just feel like that is so special
1: that is so special um and i just i like this story and i still I like am-
0: Huff." You know, I'm curious about her finances. Like, I'm I'm definitely interested. She okay. She
1: works really hard. Like, she's always on a million different shows. She's on. She was on Dancing with the Stars, but not anymore. Um, and also she's a, like a big influencer. You know, I feel like if you were a brand, like Julianne Huff is definitely a very good brand ambassador. I think she makes a lot of brand money. I think she's always working, doing her shows like World of Dance and all that stuff. She does her own like. Tony Robbins style move thing right so now
0: she's doing less of like the dancing with the stars and more of the Tony Robbins thing and I'm just interested that's it
1: I think she does really well like better than you would expect for um for her and she was in movies but like every movie she was in which I loved was a major flop like that Footloose reboot was fabulous and it got no love
0: justice for Miles Teller
1: Justice for Miles Taylor. Oh, my God. He was so, so great in that movie. I loved everything about the Footloose Footloose reboot. Um, But then she was also in, like, Rock of Ages, and that was tough.
0: Yeah, she – I just feel like she takes roles where she can sing and dance. And more often than not, those types of movies, like, 1 in 10 are fabulous, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe for you, but, like, for me, uh, they have to be really bad for me not to like them, like Rock of Ages. She was also in Safe House, which is just such a beautiful movie. Um, Justice for that movie. Yeah. Except for
0: the end, where it, like, got a
1: little spooky. Dark.
0: Um, okay, should we dive into TV recap?
1: Oh, yeah, go for it.
0: Um, what did you watch over the weekend? I watched Hollywood, and I watched Dead to Me season two, and I'm um, in the middle – well, not in the middle – in the beginning of the new season of Working Moms, which is like my favorite show. I've been waiting for season four. It's just such like a light and happy show and it's nothing crazy. And it just like always brings me joy. It's funny. It makes me never want to be a mom, but it's just like so light and fun. And I can't wait to watch it, even though I did not hear great things about season four. Um, But our TV recap segment, I'm so sorry, I got ahead of myself, is brought to you by Fiverr let's talk about finding freelance talent for your business or project. Sometimes a business needs to quickly pivot in order to meet a goal or maybe an unexpected obstacle occurs, making it impossible to meet your deadline with the size of your current team. Where do you go to find on-demand talent? How much will it cost? How can you be certain they'll deliver? Finding the right freelancer can be time consuming, frustrating, and expensive. Fiverr's platform helps keep business moving with the network of trusted freelance talent. Whether you're launching your first business, scaling your current business, or in need of extra support to complete a project, Fiverr is here to help you evolve, adapt, and grow. Fiverr connects businesses with freelancers who offer hundreds of digital services, including graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, and more. You can find what you're looking for instantly, where you search by service, deadline, price, reviews, and more. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront because there's no negotiation needed and they have 24-7 customer service. You can find quality ta- talent that you can count on. Their sellers have worked with some of the most influential brands in the world, so finding talent for your project has never been easier. You can review seller ratings, buyer feedback, and select the right freelancer based on your budget. Check out Fiverr.com today and receive 10% off your first order by using our code TOAST. It's so easy. You can find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com, code TOAST. Again, that's Fiverr with two R's at the end. Fiverr.com slash TOAST.
1: Love it. Sign on. Get some great help.
0: Okay. TV recap. So did you watch
1: Hollywood or Dead to Me season two? No, because I'm still thoroughly enjoying Ugly Betty and I'm going to ride this wave until I'm looking for something new and then I'll have so much exciting stuff to watch. So I know it's really annoying and I don't want spoilers, but I could turn my um. Yeah, I was just going to say turn it off
0: and a few things to say. Okay. Okay, I watched Hollywood. Me and Ben absolutely loved it. I thought the fact that it was a miniseries was perfect timing. I didn't feel like it was too long or too short. The casting was great. The glamour of Hollywood I could die for. Um right after it was over, I like rushed to Google because I was so confused about who was real. And at first I didn't realize that it was based on any real people until they changed that guy Roy's name to Rock. And I realized it was Rock Hudson, who was an actor who was in the closet. Um, And then at the end of this series, like him and his boyfriend were on the red carpet. And I was like, I don't think that ever happened. Um, And then I went back and read this whole People Magazine article comparing and contrasting what was real, what was not. Um, Rock Hudson never came out with his boyfriend. Um, Nobody really knew he was gay until the end of his life where he was diagnosed with AIDS. And then that's how people found out. But up until then, nobody knew that he was gay. So that was the only person whose name I recognized. A lot of the other characters were based on other people. Like the Hollywood agent was a real guy. Jim Parsons was phenomenal. Like he was probably the best actor in my opinion. Like he did the most with his role. I didn't realize that Jack was the guy, River, from The Politician, and his wife, who was pregnant, but it ended up being, spoiler alert, the other kids' babies. Um, that is Jed Apatow's daughter, Maude Apatow. She looked so different. The cast was, like, really blowing my mind when I went on IMDb. I did so much research afterwards. I really, really liked it. I thought it was an amazing story. I mean, that's obviously, like, not how diversity happened in Hollywood. Diversity is still a huge problem in Hollywood, but I liked this, like, idealistic utopia where just, like, overnight you know people became accepted whether you were gay or you were black obviously that's not how it happened because people still to this day like struggle to get cast and hollywood is very much like overwhelmingly white but i loved like living in the utopia when that girl won the oscar at the end i mean it was just i had chills everywhere and the writer won and everyone won except for jack jack was like one of my least favorite characters he was being so annoying and dumb but after my research so the the entire series is based on a book written by the gas station owner, Ernie. And he was my favorite character. Like when he ended up with that lady from the studio, it was just, it was really perfect. I feel like the series just tied itself up at the end. Everyone like found someone. It was a really happy ending, which is not how it works in Hollywood, but I appreciated the, the happy ending. Cause I hate watching stuff that gives me pits, you know, like I hate watching things where like everything goes wrong. I just really enjoyed all of it. And now I'm going to talk about Dead to Me Season 2 because I don't think that Jackie watched it. It was fire. Like, that final scene, I was dying. The whole show, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want them to get caught. Like, I get that Christina Applegate is a murderer because it wasn't self-defense, and she, like, randomly just killed someone, which makes her, like, a cold-blooded murderer. But I just feel like she's a good person, and she was like – Trying to do the right thing and like her friendship with Judy. And when the kid found the letter at the end, it never occurred to me that the kids don't know that Judy was the one that killed their dad. So when they found that letter, I was like, shit. And the kid, Charlie, was bothering me the whole season. He was like doing things he wasn't supposed to do and taking things he wasn't supposed to take and reading things he wasn't supposed to read. It's just like, go to school. He was just being so insane. And I'm like, just be a kid, get out of your mom's ass and like, go make out with a girl. He was just, he was being bad, but it was a fabulous season. When James Marsden showed up, I was like, no fucking way. And then I liked that he was still on the show. He just played his identical twin, and I loved him, and I really want him and Christina Applegate to be together, but um, they're obviously not going to be because she murdered his brother. So I just don't think that's how things work out. But his mom was so sweet in that house. Oh my God, I like want to move to Laguna. It was so fabulous. And then when Christina Applegate started having like, financial problems. It was just like pit, pit, pit. And then when James Marsden was in the freezer for the first few episodes, I'm like, girls, get him out. I just love the friendship between Christine and Judy. I don't know what's going to happen next season because not only are we dealing with the fact that James Marsden drunk drove, drunk drove and um, almost murdered Judy and Christina Applegate. We also are dealing with the fact that the son now found the letter that Christina Applegate wrote to Judy saying, I forgive you for killing my husband. So the kids are about to find out, find out that the woman living in their guest house for the last two years or whatever has actually been the woman who murdered their dad. And there's just a lot to unpack. So I'm very excited. It is such a good show. Like the scenery, the everything. Christina Applegate is fabulous. Linda Carlini is fabulous. James Morrison is fabulous. It's really good. So that's my recap. I'm officially out of breath and I'm going to bring it back to Jackie. Are we ba- Are we back in business? Yes, I recapped Dead to Me Season 2 and Hollywood, so you are free. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'll, we'll go through it again
1: when I watch them, but it probably won't be for like a few days. Yeah, um, so I just know
0: a lot of people watched it over the weekend, and I didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, no,
1: good. I'm glad. And you had all this stuff at the tip of your tongue, like we could never have done this. I guess this is a pro of being on Zoom, like we could have never done this in the studio because I'm sitting right there, but, yeah. you know, we got to make the most of the platform. So I'm so glad that you were able to, um, to spoil it, spoiler free cool. Um, what else did I watch this weekend? I think really, I don't think my input left Hulu, um, for ugly Bete. So good. So good. Um, anyways, um, that's all for me. That's all yeah, for me
0: to her. Uh, she said that it's all that she wrote, but she did want me to tell everyone that I'm on Nick Files podcast today. And it's actually really funny. Um, we did an advice segment and everyone who called in was pretty much a toaster, which was just made me look so cool in front of Nick. So thank you guys. All the people who called in, like appreciate, love you. Um, and so check it out. It's on iTunes. It was really funny and it's a long episode. So if you need something to watch, it's like over an hour. Oh,
1: amazing. Also, um, I did speak to her as well and she was busy um, putting my presets on every new photo and she said definitely head to jackieoflow.com for the new pastel pack. And make sure to tag me and hashtag jackieoflow when you use them so I can see them and get so excited. Also, we are doing a Patreon episode that is Dear Toasters specific for Patreon members. So head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast if you would like us to answer your specific question. It's a bit of a smaller community than here on The Morning Toast, so I think we can get a little bit more personal as we always do on Patreon. And if you are looking for new content, head over to patreon.com slash morning toast because we have five episodes coming at you this month. If you've never been a patron before, you have like literally over 100 episodes waiting for you if you sign up today at patreon.com slash Almost 200. That's insane.
0: Yeah, yeah we've been doing um, so Patreon now
1: for, we've been doing Patreon for like two years now. Yeah. So that's five episodes a month, 12 months of 2 years that's insane
0: that's so much content yeah. for you Enjoy. um so chi 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 check it out thank you guys so much for listening To the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we go live Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up, please. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, the Morning Toast, and please leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. I made a major mistake in going to look at our most recent podcast reviews, and they are absolutely brutal, and they made me just- so sad. Well, you you know, that
1: makes sense because like, you know, everyone just like who hates us wants to let us know. But if you do have
0: something nice to say, now would be the time to boost morale. We would really appreciate it. Get those five-star reviews up. So please check that out. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.